your mind-blowing, thought-provoking, and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, and creator. Hope you guys having a swabble day. Yeah, and with that, let's commence the pay. Okay. I'm so swabulous, you so swabulous. Together we can fix the trauma that's befalling us. Divine social interactions remains marvelous. Mind-blowing, swabalicious talk, higher consciousness. But think, let not your hearts be troubled. Dr. Brother Swab, divine light get you done. Greetings and suave evening. This is Dr. Brother Swab, your mind-blowing thought-provoking and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, creator, and divine social therapist, and your host of Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave. Yes, we're continuing Black Women's Dialogue Month. And, you know, I'm so excited, but I'm just going to tell you a little things, man. I am exhausted, all capital letters. I've been around this country um, for the past 10 10 to 10, 10, about 12 days. I'm exhausted. I've been everywhere. Um, I'm just getting back in about 3.30 um, this afternoon. Um, went and got a haircut. Had it look all swaptastic for tonight's broadcast. But I'm going to tell you, man, it's well worth it. And I'm excited about our very special guest tonight. You know, we promised to bring her back because when she was on last time, man, she set it off. We talked about the, my, my mantra, you know, doing everything from a social, spiritual, and clinical perspective. But we talked about the three cycles and the three cycles are uh, the clinical is that patterns of repetitions. The social is the insanity cycle and the spiritual is um, generational curses. And man, we had such an amazing time and we didn't, you know, normally when I prepare for an interview, I tend to have a bunch of questions, but the show was so amazing that uh, we didn't even get a chance to answer all answer or ask all the questions so tonight i'm fulfilling my promise and she's coming on and so just tell you a little bit just to bring you up to date about my guest um dr um dewan adams she's um one of the one of the great personalities i, I love her she's a great person she's um you can see her on tv one uh, for my man season five um uh, episode 15 um uh, she's a um psychologist She's on her life mission is to help people break through the barriers of preventing them from living the life they desire. Throughout her career, she has helped clients effectively address and solve life's challenges through collaborative and personalization of training and coaching and assisting them to reach their life short term goals and long term goals. I'm sorry, but listen, I'm excited. I'm, 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 my voice is not the best, but listen, forget all that. What we're going to do, we're going to jump right into it. So without further ado, let's welcome the wonderful and talented and beautiful Dr. Duan. Thank you. Got me Thanks all in. <laughs> oh, I'm always glad to see you. I'm happy to be here. Thank yes. you for having me back. I really appreciate it. Listen, you understand. I appreciate you because you're one of the ones who, you know, I, I have like, I, I think all my guests are amazing, but mm -hmm. we tend to finish our shows. And we had a few that we just couldn't finish. And then the, the, the demand for wanting um, you to come back. And I'm, I'm happy that you honored, uh, was able to be available. And I'm so excited. So Thank you. how was your day? Oh, my goodness. It was good. I had a day of rest and relaxation. Um, I didn't have to go into my spa or anything. So I'm just like winding down all the way right now. So it's just been a great day. So I'm a little mellowed and chill. That's the reason. Got me a little cup of tea on the side and everything. And good to go. Oh, but it was so, a great day. Thank you. So you're trying to start, because I just left Atlanta 4 o'clock this morning. Oh, my clear gosh. And I'm wow. tired as a double hockey stick. I know you are. <laughs> and so not only that, I got here at 3.30, and I'm like that OCD, so I just got to unpack. Yes. Tell me about when I finish unpacking. I had a five o'clock appointment to get myself looking all swaptastic. Yes, and, and you did a good job with that. And so that was all the way to six o'clock, and then I drove back home, and I tried to take a like an hour nap, and so then I had to do some things. And so, but the bottom line is, again, I say um, on a previous show, when you're motivated about something and you love doing it, you find the energy yeah. to do it. You know, that's, that's how people always statement. say, "You do what you want to do." You understand? That's right. That's right. And that so is a true statement. Yeah. Yes. So let's just go back on a few things. I remember we were talking about social media, how mm -hmm. um, I remember some of the things you were saying about the things are just not realistic. Um, 
Right. Again, we was talking about uh, my mantra is everything from a social, spiritual, and clinical perspective. Um, right. And we were talking about again the the, the, the uh, patterns and repetitions, which is the clinical, the the uh, generational curses, which is the spiritual, and yeah. the insanity cycles, which is the social. And right. um, there were just so many things that we was learning, and you were just bringing a lot of insight. Um, I'm going to try to review some of the things what we left off. I was just trying. Oh, and I also saw a little note that we had so many things in common, our our, our, our educational training, our very yes. uh, background. I'm like, wow, that was swapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so before we get into that, just briefly tell the audience about you, because again, I did a little thing, but I would like them to hear you so we can bring them up to date of how we was doing the show. Previously. Sure, no problem. Um, yes, as you stated, I've done um, episode of episodes of For My Man as one of their commentators. Um, I also have, am a published author of nine mm-hmm. books, and I do ghostwriting also for some other people as well. Uh, let's see here. Um, I currently own a spa called Lux Spa yes, Michelle in Connie, Georgia. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so super excited about that. Um, it's going well. And just, I have a daughter that's, you know, a, a sophomore. Gee, she just got her sophomore year. A sophomore year in college. Um, mm-hmm. And that is pretty much it. So we have a Dwayne Linder. Okay, what is that first word? I see evening. What is that? Oh, well, hey, 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 thank you, Dwayne. Suave evening to you. <laughs> How you doing? So, um, yes, that spa. I, I should have came there, but I was so busy. I found a nice place. I know. Yeah. I was. I was again. I've been on this road, and so I was yes. just like uh, glad. I just came. From, I was. Um, I did the Juneteenth event, and um, okay. yes, I ran to Doctor Um Umar. What's F Fetunde? You know, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. he's a brilliant dude. Um, yes, brilliant my dude. daughter went to the Juneteenth event. Yeah, but yes. I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I didn't got too spoiled, but I could not handle it. I'm like, listen, that he, I got to go. <laughs> I had to get it. To <laughs> I couldn't take that it. That heat is no joke. It was like 99 degrees yes. today, so and I, think, I don't I see think, it getting better. It's crazy. No, I think what got me was I had on sandals, and I never had my feet burnt like that. I'm like, I oh, felt like my feet was in the oven. I'm like, I'm serious. I yes. never And I'm like, yes. this is what ladies go through. I think y'all go through a lot. That's I like do. the Vegas heat. Yeah. And I'm yes. like, I, I, I messed around and went to Vegas one year in July. And I couldn't even come outside in the daytime when they say like frying like hot eggs on the sidewalk. Yes, is that absolutely. High. So we're there absolutely. now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when we was um, talking this Will Smith slap has still been talking about. I'm like, are they still talking wow. about this? Wow. <laughs> like, wow. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's impacting was, his career for sure. Yes, but he's, he's um, and I just saw, um, I think, what's it, Richard the King? Yeah. I just saw half of it. Um, that was a good movie. Yes. I just stopped when the dude said, um, you're the most stubborn person I ever met in my life. But mm. that man had vision. And so, and I'm he trying really to. He really did strategically segue into when it comes to um, dynamics of relationships. And a lot of times when people haven't dealt with certain things, they don't mm-hmm. understand. And the humility sometimes is very difficult when you haven't had that. And so mm-hmm. this man had vision. You know, and one right. thing I noticed people who have vision, they're not always mm-hmm. the easiest to get along. But again, right. that's why they are exceptions. And sometimes right. that person has vision, they know. I mean, yes, they're critical, they hard. But anybody know about success? I don't know anybody on planet Earth has made the levels of success that's far above everybody else and then right. work extremely hard. You got the Michael Jackson. These people are yes. accepted. Prince, yes. the, the, um, even even um, Michael Jordan, Tiger Michael Woods. Yes. Yeah, Tiger, they, they, that leader yes. put them in a position and they worked to make extremely hard because they, so knew what they knew. Yeah, they had these. I think all of them have fathers who really pushed them. When you yeah. think about it, when they got thrust into the spotlight, their dad had played a pivotal role in it. So yes, and, and making sure they was and not mm-hmm. taking advantage of. And right, you know, absolutely. The music business, these people don't have, and they always complaining about how they got screwed over. But you look at right. these people who, prime example, you even look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
Yeah. He's really the GOAT, but everybody say, yeah. right, this man had, you know, Michael Jordan, they had their parents right. and that foundation that taught them a lot. Right. And it was very instrumental and they learned hard work and how mm -hmm. to be successful. A lot of times. That is definitely true. There's a headline that just can't, there was a news story I was watching and I have to share this with you because it blew my mind. I couldn't believe this was real life. I literally could not believe that this actually happened. So when I tell you this, help me understand how this even could have even gone any other kind of way. So I was watching this like new segment about this lady who had been married um, to a guy for a long time, but the guy was her stepfather. He used to be married to her mother. He was 20 years her senior. They got married and had two children together. And I think they were married for like 14 years or something like that. And her husband got upset with her because he checked her phone and saw like some flirty text messages. So they got into an argument. And according to her, um, he like pushed her and pinned, up, pinned her up against like the countertop or something like that. And she grabbed the knife because she feared for her life. And then she ran into the bathroom, like he somehow got the knife out of her hand, allegedly. She ran into the bathroom. And when she came out, he was bloodied and on the floor. So she did not call 911 or anything um, right away. What she did was she said she tried to get performed CPR on him, but then she fell asleep. So, uh, yeah, fell asleep. Um, so like something like 11 hours had gone by and she went on a dating app and to see if anybody, you know, she could meet anyone or do whatever. And then she called 911 and told 911 that um, her husband uh, either had a heart attack or killed himself or something like that, but not that, that he had been stabbed and had bled to death. So she told police that it was self-defense. And do you know that this woman got off? But of course, she's of a different persuasion. But nonetheless, I've never heard of anything so crazy and outlandish ever. And it still doesn't make sense to me. 11 hours before she even called 911, and yet this lady was found not guilty. So this is like wrong on so many levels. The fact that he was married to her mother, the <laughs> I mean, it, it that right there starts the whole thing. Um, so what are your thoughts? How is this even possible? How how could, based on everything, all of that they said, how could this woman have been found not guilty because of self-defense? I don't get it. Oh, well, uh, my <laughs> opinion, um, that is always a way to justify and they could say things just like saying Santa Claus exists when you don't. And we, mm. we didn't see many times when people have their hands up and all they saying is, I'm not, I don't have anything on me and I'll do, you see my hands, here's my palms. And they I said, agree. get on the ground. He said, I, I can, but I have a, 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 a my back, I can't oh. get down. And then next yeah. thing you know, they're 30 feet away and they empty all the bullets on this person and then they say right. they fear for their life they can say anything right that it is doesn't true. surprise me and nothing is surprising i mean you see person remember the the the, 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 the um knee of the person was on the um the brother's oh throat. gosh yes yeah I mean, that was terrible you know and everybody's right. standing around and Shot everyone sees it like yeah again, exactly. and then they get away it's just so many different scenarios you mm -hmm. know i mean I, I saw a thing where an old lady got shot and she's like 85 years old. Oh, so God. it's always, um, yes. so it, it, nothing really surprises me, you know, when it comes to that, because they're going to protect yeah. them. And that's the thing we have to sometimes do, be mindful of those things. And yeah. I think when we start having better human beings on this planet, right? Um, we won't have these situations. And also sometimes they need to do, a, well, I don't think they're interested in having um, better hiring practices because all this, is fulfilling their agenda. Got you. You know, so I they're gonna you. always protect their own soul. I, yeah. I, I, nothing surprises me. You know, yeah. talking about shooting someone and killing someone in cold blood and don't go right. and leave. You know, you wow. So, yeah. So what? So why should we be surprised by this? You yes. know, um, yeah. And especially when I thought 
to wait 11 hours to even call yeah. about your spouse and then to say you were doing CPR and fell asleep. Like yeah. all of I mean, this. And then went on a dating app before yeah, you called 911. And I'm just like, what? Well, there was a story similar to that, but more you're able to justify it. This lady, um, the sister, she hit this white dude on the road. And he went through her windshield about 20 years ago. And she panicked. Mm. And for 11 and hours. Did she drive with him or something yes, with him in the windshield and took her? And yes, she, I did hear that. Yeah, she I came that through, story. And then she called the police and explained to them yeah. what, what happened. And they said, why did you wait 11 hours or something? She says, I was in shock. I'm a nurse. Wow. I'm, I'm a and I came to, see, I didn't try to run. I'm calling you. And she wow. got convicted just like that. You know, yeah. it wasn't no yeah. long liberation or exactly. anything. Exactly. You know, so it was like, Yeah, I do remember that. I do yes. remember that story. We but went this to the lady. Yeah. And she, was, she told the truth. She said, I did. Um, yes, I went in shock. I, I didn't right. run. I didn't do anything. You could check the phone work. She didn't try to avoid. Mm. She didn't try to conspire. She panicked and she was in shock. And when she right. came to, she called the authorities. Wow. You know? Yeah. I do remember that. So, I mean, that it's interesting how, you know, stuff turns out so different for certain groups of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very unfair, totally biased, but. That's why I, yeah. I um, nothing surprises me at all. Right. Thanks for sharing that, because I do remember that. That's yes. a big, big story. Yeah. And she didn't have all that fluff like the other person had. Right. <laughs> you know. You know, and I think that what really stands out to me is lying to the the nine one one operator to make it seem like the person had a heart attack when clearly they've been stabbed numerous times and bled, and you're just like, yes, but does that how does how does the rational brain well, make no, no, sense of such a situation? That. But you ever hear this say, um, "This didn't happen"? How many times you say you didn't see that? This didn't happen. Okay, so it's not about the facts; it's about whatever story they can fabricate just okay. like just like history you know taking okay. credit um i know this new movie elf is coming out it's probably gonna be a lot of stuff we're gonna learn yes i saw the previews for that so that should be interesting if yes. they keep it 100 it should be interesting. yes i mean you know a prime example was a little richard always talking about shut up they stole i was you know they yeah. stole my stuff i mean Yep. It's these things are happening, you know. That's why I think one of the things we have to continue to support our, our, our own um, mm -hmm. and not and, and being pro doesn't mean anti, you know. Exactly. Yeah, you know? that was a good way to say that. Yeah. You know? Because that was the argument for the Black Lives Matter movement. Are you saying all lives don't matter? Just Black lives is like, no, mm -hmm. no. All, clearly all lives matter. It's just the Black lives clearly haven't mattered enough because we're getting killed at disproportionate rates and you know things of this nature so all we're saying is take notice and you know don't treat us special just treat us fair just treat us like you would treat anybody else treat us equally mm -hmm. you yeah. know yeah that's it not yeah, two, yeah. two justice systems in the united states or anything like that just mm -hmm. one justice system and not a, a rich people poor people justice system not a black people white people justice system yes. just a fair justice system yeah. for people absolutely and i think yes. some of the things that people forget is that this uh fixation on um the, the blind what do you call it the um, blind of the law oh yes you remember yes. that thing back yes. about 20 years ago they had her looking up right you know, yep because it was exactly because it used to have the blind the blinders right yes. here so the lady of justice was supposed to be impartial and didn't yes see, absolutely you know, yeah exactly we all see that, you know yeah yeah i think these are dialogues that sometimes are uncomfortable for others and mm -hmm. and and because we advocate for ourselves they think that we're anti but i guess america doesn't realize had we not advocated for ourselves we wouldn't have all our laws in terms of the amendments of previous laws and giving us the right. rights that we are entitled to. Because one of the exactly. things that um, uh, a friend of mine got mad at me because I was never forced to say, I don't know which one is which, but the, 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 the national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm 
Mm, and yeah. so and it was like, no, I, I, you can't make me say it because I, I, I wait. This one of them says and liberty and justice for all. Right, right. I, I don't know which one is which. Let's see. I, I have to think about that. I play, 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 but I know it closes play. out with that. And um, well, but that's the, the pledge of allegiance. Okay, and so mm-hmm. and again, when people say I'm like, no, you can't tell me, I don't believe in fairness. You can't tell me because. One thing about it, I know there's a lot of people who have something to say. They mm-hmm. can't sit there and say they went and fought. And so when they say, mm-hmm. I said, me, I'm just looking at my case. I got a right. permanent scar on me. I said, mm-hmm. I had not fought for the community, uh, mm-hmm. for our kids, for our rights, and for our liberties. Yes. You know, through teaching, uh, counseling, mentoring, right. and in right. combat. Not just a wow. war veteran. I mean, not just a yes. veteran, but a war veteran. So don't right. tell me I don't have the right to yes. uh, express what yes. I see that are injustices or flaws mm-hmm. in our system. Now, Absolutely. We, our, our country has many different benefits in comparison to others, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like a relationship. You can be married and you still gonna have some ups and downs. You're going to have some agreements right. and you're gonna have some disagreements. So mm-hmm. my relationship with the country doesn't mean I don't love the country. Mm-hmm. It's just, I see some of the flaws that I, I, I have to address and I know they don't have to exist. Absolutely. Let me ask you this question. Is there another country that you can think of that categorizes its citizens by color? Um, another country. Mm-hmm. I could tell you, um, I think all of them do. They just come here and tell a different story. Mm. So you think that, that Germans that, will say I'm a black German or I'm a Jewish German yes, or I'm that, like that? Yes. And, and and so I grew up in Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. You understand? So we have a huge population of our Cuban brothers and sisters. So definitely you guys, the rest of America always seen like when they say, man, all the Cubans come there and they all white. You understand? Mm. But you visit, you see it's about seven years, it's a, a huge population. Black yes, yes. But I used to work for the phone company years back, and when we would do the directories, um, we had to have the it was our thickest directory in Miami because it was bilingual. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to just every what every other directory was print, printed in English, but in Miami, we had to have it in both languages, yes. And yeah. so, a lot of times, you would see hear one story saying this, but then the other one's like, I'm not having no problems. But then when you see the ones come, you're like, hey, the story is conflict in this. And I'm not going to say anybody's lying. They're just not mm-hmm. matching up. You understand? So Thank obviously, there's some issues of color there. And then when you hear, it's a different story. So I Got can't you. say, and I'm not going to be the one to, to say if the story is true. Right. Because again, you know, People are people, but I do understand that people may pretend that they don't see race. I see it because I'm not yeah. blind. And, and, no, and I definitely got blind. you on that. What I was thinking where I was going with this was not that you shouldn't see color because that's that's ridiculous. We, of course, know if we see another black person, another white person or whatever. We know that part. But in the terms of us being United States citizens, I don't think we need to be divided in that way. I think we just need to be a U.S. citizen. If you were born here, you were raised here, you're just a U.S. citizen and that you're just a human being. That's what I think it should be because you have, because when we start divvying the people up, we start going into the minorities and this, this, and there's more things that separate us. We have enough things to separate us. Money separates us. That's a big thing right there. So classism, Mm -hmm. You know, um, I would rather classism exist than to have the racism exist. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because the situations can change when it involves money. People can not have money today and have money tomorrow. People can have money today and or not have money today and have plenty of money tomorrow. We've seen it happen. Just because you were born a certain way doesn't mean that's how you will spend the rest of your life. You know, there are plenty of people who have experienced being rich, but also know what it feels like to be poor and vice versa so that's why i say with the classism thing because that can flip-flop that can change people can change their economic situation but as far as if you're a u.s citizen 
I don't think that it needs to be looked at like, you know, because then you start thinking if someone's from Asia um, or let's just say it's an Asian American, right? But they were born here, raised here, speak English like everyone else and don't and haven't even been out of the United States to even visit Asia, Asia right? Mm -hmm. So then we're calling them an Asian American, but this person is like, I'm just an American. I, I'm here just like you. So black people that are born and raised here we should have all the same rights and privileges because we're not a partial human being. We're not lesser than we are a human being. And as long as we keep having these labels that are on us, then it separates us. It just keeps separating us. You know, mm -hmm. if a white person says that they're an American, nobody questions it or blinks. It's like they're mm -hmm. just an American. But a black person says they're an American. Now you got to be a black American or an African American, you know, all this other kind of stuff. But if somebody is just identifying as white, it does not matter whether their ancestors are from Poland or, you know, any any other European place mm -hmm. or anything. But here in America, they are still Americans. And that's what I mean that I think that we should do things that way because I haven't heard a like a French person, you know, say, you know, I'm a, a black Frenchman or I'm a white Frenchman or I'm a, a whatever Frenchman. It's like I'm French yes. or I'm German or I'm from Sweden or I'm from Japan or China, China or whatever. Does that make sense? No, uh, I, I, I definitely see because I've heard a person with a strong accent. He said, I'm an American. I, I'm an American citizen, mm -hmm. you know. Exactly. Like, I, if you're born and raised here, you, it is what it is. Well, the unfortunate thing is, there's another part. It is what it is. And we don't have enough uh, responsible and diverse leaders. So to make mm. those things, because the reality is, right. it's idealistic that the way you have, it's idealistic. Yeah. We're dealing with the reality is that right. people are trying to identify with their cultures, their race. Um, or mm -hmm. the ethnicity for the purpose mm -hmm. of identifying and keeping those values, you know, like remember I had to say ethnicity and then race. So a lot of times these cultures and foods are able to identify because what happens is, let's say you say, I'm going to go to an American restaurant. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. Burgers and some fries. Yeah, that's exactly. But now right. you slave everybody. This is how you identify. So if I go to a, a, a African-American restaurant, Jamaican-American mm -hmm. restaurant, or, you know, so these are the things in terms of classification to help people identify and have these res respected groups. Is that cultures and subcultures? You know, See, and think about this too. If we're supposed to be um, African Americans, dis descendants of our ancestors who came over on the slave ship from Africa, if that is what it is, we still don't even know our culture. Because no. when we go to a black restaurant, we're thinking about soul food. And I can assure you that the Africans weren't over there frying chicken and getting collard greens and macaroni and cheese. That's a Southern cuisine that we put as soul food and just made Absolutely. it what it is. But it's not when we don't even eat African food. We wouldn't even know where to start to prepare it or anything else. Well, so see, we really thing. don't even have our culture. But see, we don't have, we're a, a, a manufactured culture. There we go. That's exactly so, it. We don't even know our real last names. That, well, we didn't come from being, you know, Johnsons and Jacksons and, you know, all this other kind of stuff that, you know, are just, you know, a Smith and all this. We didn't come from that. We don't know. We don't even know where our lineage, lineage is. Like, you know, what tribe were our people in Africa? What yeah. what What is our real culture? You know, so since that was taken from us and robbed from us and we don't know what it is then the least we could do is just get called okay well you're an american citizen then because at least if somebody is is asian their parents or their grandparents mm -hmm. have been over there come from there and that's why they can go and have their family traditions with their religion with their cultures with their food mm -hmm. you know same thing i mean so with other places like if somebody has if they're Jewish they have a tradition like they're just like okay we have this you know this is our our things that we do even when they get married at a wedding you know but as black people we're not uh, everybody's not jumping the broom and doing all this other stuff that you know 
our ancestors, we heard that they did or whatever. We don't adopt a lot of the culture because we, we didn't grow up with it. We didn't yeah. have a grandmother or a grandfather to say, hey, I, I came straight from Africa and I'm over here doing this and this is what it is. We didn't have it because our mother, our father, our grandparents, they were raised right here in the United States of America too. Yeah, you but know, see, that's so, the thing. Yeah. The only group was manufactured, and, and this is what I'm saying, was the African-American. So mm -hmm. that's why it's a, when you say African-American, yes. our manufacturer are us being manufactured, that's why we have the soul food. Now, you got to understand, right. black, you because you have our brothers and sisters from Haiti, they mm -hmm. use their culture. Yes. You got people from Exactly. Uh, Jamaica, they have but, pride. But again, they have their they, culture. Yeah, but they, again, the rest of the world mm -hmm. have one title. Like, for example, when they come from over there, they say, I'm from Jamaica. Now, you got white that's Jamaicans, right. and so they... They come together, mm -hmm. no matter if you yep. black or white, and especially That's the right. Chinese. You're just Jamaican, exactly. Yes, but also, mm -hmm. it's is similar to the because remember, now a Jamaican that's Chinese, right? He may say he's Jamaican, but he's still right. gonna identify with China. That, right, it's I got a you smaller on that. scale. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just that mm -hmm. remember, this is the country out of the whole world has more diversity than anybody. That's why right. it's. Mother Liberty, you know, so everybody come here, but they come with yeah, their own culture, their norms, and right. that's what they put there. So what happened is, you remember, the two people was manufactured mm -hmm. was the white from Europe mm -hmm. who just say they're American. Then you right. have the blacks who was manufacturing brought here, and then mm -hmm. they say they are everything because it was color, Negro, right. Yep. Afro, mm -hmm. Afro-American, African-American. Yeah, so, and it was always yeah. something. And over the years, when they was labeling us, then we mm -hmm. tried to label to have to identify with the motherland only because the motherland, again, is so mm -hmm. diverse. And so instead of just trying to say, well, I'm Nigerian-American, they right. were like, they didn't know, know directly what their roots were. It would say African-American. Right. And right. remember, we, these are the things that we came together as some of our representatives and chose that. Right. Because remember, the blacks itself from America, I mean, was manufactured, you know, mm -hmm. it was like, I like Afro. And some people right. say African. And then people say, I'm right. not from Africa. And so, right. whoever yeah. voted, it was like mm -hmm. they, the majority won. So there we had right. a new title. You understand? Yeah. It's just, it That's is true. what it is. And, 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 I, yeah. and I just believe it's important. For me, like you said, we all call Americans, but we couldn't mm -hmm. do that only because of the food. You want Chinese food, you want uh, Jamaican food. Mm -hmm. Like I, I yeah. just had me some Nigerian food the other day. I had me mm -hmm. some fufu and some um, um, uh, 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 Nigerian stew. It was so good. Oh my God. Hey, exactly. And I have a great aunt who literally is from Africa. Mm -hmm. She's married to my grandmother's brother. Mm -hmm. And that's the closest to African culture that I've ever experienced. And I love her and she's amazing. But we learned so much just from her, like because she was from there, like she literally lived in Africa and moved here to the United States. And her parent, her parents were from Africa and moved to the United States, like from like a terrible situation where there was like some kind of war or something that was going on over there. And they were fear of being killed. So she um, got her mother and father out of there to save their lives. Yes. But her parents were in Africa. And so, you know, I say all that to say that a lot of us don't have that though. We don't have that in our direct. She married into my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how we were by that association. But, you know, it's it's really a lot. Um, the things yeah. that bother me, because I think that the United States is, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. It's an amazing, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I've entertained Canada, you know, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Or yes, something I, I fun like that. But in general, I am, you know, I served in, I served in the Air Force. You know, I came from a military family. So I have deep loyalties and love for the United States of America. I'm a patriotic person. My issue is how the country doesn't love us as a race of people and the way we get treated. Um, it doesn't make sense to me why we should still have to um, fight for voting rights. The, we're citizens. 
why don't we just have all the rights because we were born here we shouldn't have to fight for anything it's it's our birthright it should just innately be given to us because we're from here that's all i'm saying yeah you know but again, why does it need to be an issue um well again dr claude anderson said it is important that those of us that are descendants of slave identify as native black americans mm. great point since our ties to africa na african nations have been so severe uh severed so completely mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. that's a great point facebook user because again that was yes and this is what i'm saying right. you we're manufactured so we have our connections right. to our motherland we just can't connect it so we have to identify it and this is important right. you know because right. again um we we want to identify and we have a unique culture as as, as much right. as we don't identify with our um exact tribe so to speak right the manufactured culture that's mm -hmm. different from any on this planet mm -hmm. was african-american and when he was saying native african-american is something that you trying to say so again we identify mm -hmm. with our culture so mm -hmm. again that would be another name added because you remember how you saying but well, we should be called americans so yeah. I, I have to agree with the facebook you native african-american because yeah. we're natives we was from here but we That's are still right. identifying with our culture because at the end of the day, right. our culture as Native African Americans, I'm gonna start using that. Mm -hmm. Is different. Yeah, I think from, that's a great one. Yes, it's different from the Jamaican culture and the foods. It's different right. from the Haitian brothers and food, the Panamanians. It's different from right. the Cuban, the right. Black Cubans. So it's it's mm -hmm. our own unique taste. Remember, hip hop was created by us. That's right. That's it's right. You're absolutely right you know about that. Yes. That's not something yes. that was from africa so or, rock or and roll. Europe, anything yes yeah, so, you know we create these mm -hmm. things you exactly. know so it was that yes. uniqueness that we mm -hmm. have you know right and so oh my god we went listen right now we're just gonna go into a quick um station identification we'll come back this is grand evening on uh, um, king um brother king suave and dr duan hey listen we're just gonna go into a quick um identification uh, station identification and we'll be right back Programs like this are made possible by Neighborhood Planet Broadcasting Systems, Neighborhood Planet Network, iBlister Digital Media Creative, and from contributions to NPN TV from viewers like you. Thank you. Tune in and stream live now. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, is now being broadcast on NPN Voice. NPN Voice can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now on Audible and Amazon Music and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, now on NPN Voice. NPN Voice, got voice, you heard? What's up, everyone? I'm Brandy, the Disconnector, wife, show host, entrepreneur, investor, and ICS certified life coach, here to tell you that I'm on NPN TV. The network that is by us and for us. Lock in and let's get it. Hello, my name is Goma Marie Kundi. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified trauma counselor. And I am NPN TV. Greetings, this is Dr. Brother Suave um, with our 
special guest, Dr. Dewan. Um, we 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 didn't diversify this um, conversation, and I, I like it. You know, it was some things that I wanted to talk, but I like the idea, and I can't get that out of my head. Native African Americans, I love it. Yeah. that should go to back to the drawing board and use that because again, I'm in a grant. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. we have the indigenous people, you mm -hmm. know, they are the indigenous people that was here for anybody else. Um, yeah. And I, I know one group that refused to um, be labeled, uh, and that is our um, Chicanos. You call them um, mm. Mexican American, like, no, I'm a Chicano. You, they, yeah. They're not going to let you label them. Yeah, Mexican wow. Chicano. That was good. That was good. That's a good example. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I always right. respected it because, mm -hmm. again, our Mexicans. Um, when you look at the history, you know we have some Black Mexicans, um, mm -hmm. and also they they have ties with our Indigenous people. You know, right. you know, you see like they, in Texas, um, the Absolutely. Indians. Yeah, and yeah. so they 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 took charge. They're strong. They're not gonna. No matter where you at in this. This country, you're gonna see the population of Mexicans. They're gonna be under mm -hmm. the radar, but they mm -hmm. and 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 I, I what I do can look at them. They're building mm -hmm. our own houses, mm -hmm. a country, the story that we had. Mm -hmm. You know how you had your grandfather. Well, I built that building right there because blacks yeah. was. I, I remember using that. My business, I could cut all the grass. Mm -hmm. and had it with pride, you know. And wow. I think that's one thing, you know. That's a true statement. Yes. And I think that we can do those things. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes when people are getting past, and I'm not sitting there saying you don't grow. I just know that you have to be mindful of what money is and what is power and what is control. Absolutely. And so they're making the money. They took the power and they took control mm -hmm. of their lives and own destiny with or without citizenship. Yeah. You know? And I think they, you know, we have to start being mindful because I'm like, like mm -hmm. that. That's why I'm, I'm making a connection with the. Um, Native uh, African American, mm -hmm. we, we can leave our own self. We don't yes, have to that was a good point. Yes. I remember one of my friends years back when I was in the Air Force, and you know she was um, from America, but she had her parents were Mexican, and mm -hmm. she would say, you know, she never, I never heard her say I'm a Mexican American or anything. She always just said I'm Mexican. Period. That's what I'm saying. Everybody that, else said that, that, that was it. Yes, I think she she was happy to be Mexican. She was like, yeah. I'm Mexican. No, you know, I'm not Latina. I'm not nothing that, you know, straight Mexican. I yeah. never forgot that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we, like I said, we're the only group that's struggling with these, uh, trying to identify yep. the connection. But other people, they right. like, hey, listen, like you have some brothers and sisters who are from Nigeria, and they right. come here, they say, I'm from Nigeria, citizenship or not. And their children mm -hmm. born here, they say, I'm Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Or they'll that say my true. parents are Nigerian. I was raised right. here, but it, that's right. The, the but point either is, way, there's that connection. Yeah, they're like, hey, I'm Nigerian. Mm -hmm. My parents are Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. Yes. You know, I was born here, yes. but Absolutely. I'm Nigerian. And so, yeah. again, other people don't necessarily have the struggles we have, and that's why I say we are mm -hmm. unique as we are. You know, right? Yes, yes. And, that was so, good. I, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, sure. And this was um, regarding to um, there was this TikTok. Okay. And um, a young lady said um, she thinks she's going to be single for the rest of her life. And she said her reasons why. And so she was saying that um, because I'm not going to do it. She said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I am not going to be uh, raising a grown boy. I'm not mm. going to be picking up behind. I'm not going to be his mother. I'm not going to be doing this. I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to do this. And so many people took it the wrong way. And then they tried to say, well, she should be servant to him. And I and, and I remember mm. I'm watching how people respond negatively. But what mm. happens is, is so many people are damaged and hurt. They sometimes reject their stuff. And so when someone say that, they thinking their interpretation is the same. Thank you, Brother Wally. That's my mentor. He's had great conversations on cultural relations. Man, let me tell you, that brother's brilliant. He taught mm -hmm. me a lot. Um, yeah. He's always giving me words of encouragement, teaching me certain things about putting little bu bullet points so I don't have to read mm -hmm. certain things, man. He's always giving me a little thing. So um, thank you. A special shout out to Brother Wally. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, 
And sometimes people get that because their relationships are damaged and they've been through mm -hmm. something, they've been taken advantage. Sometimes people can make a stand. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the things that I, um, in chapter five mm -hmm. of my book, I was talking about, um, uh, let me see if I can find it. But in chapter five, um, it was talking about sometimes when you're lonely, it's the LLFRH uh, process. It's an acronym that I made up. So when you're lonely, sometimes, you know, you lack the patience and you make a lame decision. That's the second F. And then what happens is making a wrong decision with somebody, it tends to frustrate you, frustrates you. And you get pissed off. Right. And then next thing you know, you build resentment for that person. And then once mm -hmm. you build resentment for that person, you begin to hate them. Mm -hmm. you get it? And sometimes... Right. You can take ownership and then at this point you're no longer taking this baby baby in people and so sometimes people take mm -hmm. that say well and they say i'm not going to do it anymore mm -hmm. and so people are so used to being catered to and these people are just making a stand and so mm -hmm. when i talk about because in the previous relationships like in um chapter eight it's the intimacy of the balance of intimacy and so mm -hmm. what happens is in, the, in turn you avoiding getting frustrated you create a balance in the dynamic of those relationships. And so it has, you cook, I clean. You wash, mm -hmm. I dry. You cut, I trim. You set the table, I set the food. Got you. And so this is the thing we have to be mindful of. And so when people was talking about negative, I support her because mm -hmm. she realized she's saying, no, I'm not going to get married if I don't have balance. Because I'm not going to be cooking. I'm not going to be picking up shoes. You know, and so people seeing her as defiant. But sometimes... Mm -hmm. You have to really make a stand and you can't be raising grown folks. You understand? I totally, totally understand where you're coming from and I understand what she intended. But yeah. I'm going to give you another different side of food for thought on this one. Okay. This reminds me of a book I read years ago called What You Say Is What You Get. And I remember in that book, it taught us how words have power. That's even biblical, that your words have power. And But also one thing that it taught me was that the word not, the universe does not recognize the word not. Mm -hmm. So when you say, I'm not going to get this, what you're saying is just remove the word not and just say, that's what you're getting. So if you say, I'm not going to raise a grown man, you're going to get a lot of boys because then you're going to have to keep raising these boys until you take the word not out of your vocabulary. So whatever you say with passion, and I can give I can give quite a few examples of how this happened in my life that I've actually witnessed and experienced. Mm -hmm. um, I remember once I was at, um, my stepfather would, and I would go play bingo on the military base and we were playing bingo and he kept losing. He lost like about three hands in a row and he touched his card and he said, I'm winning this next hand. He said it was so much conviction and seriousness and he won the next hand and I was blown away. I was like, wait, what? He literally hollered bingo on the next one. So, his words had power because he put intention behind them and he was very serious. He didn't think about it. He was like, Hey, I'm frustrated. I'm about to win this. Right. Yeah. And so his energy went toward a one. Another example, I was a college instructor and I went to our Christmas party and I really wanted the iPad that they were auctioning. And mm -hmm. I remember that I did not care about any other door prize raffles that they were having. All I wanted was the iPad. So I was sitting back. So all of a sudden they raffle um, a car wash. I said, that's the last thing I need. I don't need a car wash. Who won the car wash? Mm -hmm. so, so my point is that our our words, all they know is the energy that we put behind them and the emphasis that we put behind them. So whatever our intention is when we're speaking on something, either we really mean it or we're just being sarcastic or facetious or whatever. But if we say something with the energy and the passion, that's what we get so rather than focusing on what we don't want we always have to be mindful to focus on what we do want so yes. instead of putting all the energy toward i'm not raising a, a, a some grown man oh, i'm not cool. doing this i'm not doing that don't stop saying what you're not going to settle for or what you're not going to do and instead focus on what you actually want because mm -hmm. when you put your energy toward what you don't want, you get more of what you don't yeah. want. Well, so that's I, what I would say. I, I definitely understand those laws of attraction. And I think yes. for me, as anybody know, I'm always talking about the balance. Yes, but you do have to have balance. And yes, like, because yeah, what happens is the reason I say, and that's why I, I talk about the three things, social, spiritual, and clinical, because yes. words have meaning, but certain things yes. are way beyond our understanding. Because, mm -hmm. for example, 
I know people um, as, as Christians, myself, and but I also understand balance because you can right. believe in all your heart mm-hmm. and you can say, God's going to give my heart desire. And your heart desire is that your baby don't die. And you can say mm-hmm. that with all the conviction in the world. Yeah. But I don't mean your heart desire you're going to receive. Absolutely. Because well, it's not even about your will at that point. It's not yes, even about. Exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. Certain yeah. things go way beyond us. Other things are Our understanding of conviction or not. You understand? Definitely. Yeah. So that's why I would say faith without works is dead. Um, but you yeah. can believe all you want because I can mm-hmm. tell you this. Um, I could tell you this. Mm-hmm. I say it, I can tell you this. My mom lost two. Mm. So I lost one sibling on this side of me and one sibling on this side of me. And both of them was th- one was three days and one was three years. Oh, and I knew wow. my mom was like, God, please, whoever. Sure, trying to plead, right? And I to know save them. the second time she said, Oh my god, don't let this happen again. I do, mm. you understand? So, yeah, certain things that's go way beyond our understanding. But right, I absolutely. definitely believe in that point of the laws of attraction saying what you want because I often say, I can is easier to say than I can't. That's right, you know. Absolutely. And so, therefore, you use the energy to say, Hey, yeah, this is going to happen for me. Versus right. saying this is not going to happen for me. Exactly. Just focus on what you want more than what you don't want. Exactly. You don't you even. Know, that's the main thing. Yeah. You can have. Remember, mm-hmm. you can have all yeah. these thoughts in your head, but right. long as don't come out your mouth. There you go. You nailed because, it. See, that's you know, it. Like, we don't yes. control our thoughts, but we control yep. what comes out our mouth. I can Absolutely. sit there and think. There you go. I can sit there and think I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. and, but I can redirect that thought. Yes. I can't control that thought, but I can redirect that thought. But I can That's always right. control what come out my mouth. Absolutely. You yeah. know, so those are you the are things. so right about that. You know, and um, I think um, that it's really interesting that you talked about this young lady on this side of the the spectrum because on the other side, I had just seen a TikTok video where um, it was like this lady was talking about her husband is the king. When he comes in, he makes the decisions, and that. He's in control, you know, of the house, of her, you know, things of this nature. And people were bashing her. And then some people were like, no, that's right. That's the way it's supposed to be. Your husband's the king and it's supposed to be that she was. And she didn't say it in a way like she didn't have a mind of her own or anything like that. What she was trying to say was that because of her having respect for him and trusting his judgment and knowing the type of person he is, that even if they needed to come into um, an agreement on something, he would get the ultimate say-so if they could not agree together. You so know, she agreed to defer to her husband in instances like that. And, you know, I totally understood where that was coming from because in a relationship, some, you know, a lot of times you will agree, but then you're going to have those moments where it's like, I feel like this, but if you, you know, if you don't agree or whatever, you know, I'll leave the ultimate up to you, but give your input on something. Yes. And that's, that's okay. And that's what um, King Richard's wife say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but one of the things about hurt people or like on my, um, two weeks ago, I did a show called um, Relationship Resume Unequally mm-hmm. Yoked. Mm. We have so many people um, and I define relationship resumes. You know, I'm always creating something in my suave philosophy. And so yes. what happens is people don't identify also, so they're pessimistic about things. So what happens is right. when you're in a healthy, functional relationship, right. you understand all Because one thing about when things go left, all mm-hmm. the people, personal values, Christian values, spiritual mm-hmm. values go right out the door when right. conflict happens. And the, yes. so I, I was, I was, I was, I posted something that, um, a couple of days ago. I said, when a person mm-hmm. A person can only pretend for so long. Then the real mm. one comes out. Just like having right. that pink hair color after three weeks, that gray <laughs> hair shows up and show out. You understand? Right. These people, they try to, their perception of what a helpmate is, their perception of what a husband is, their perception of what a wife is, is just their right. perception. And so, mm. so what happens yeah. is they think they're operating in that way. Mm-hmm. But what happens is they can only play that role for so long. And right. so right. then the real one, then they start being very uh, against those philosophies and religious perspectives mm-hmm. and all. And then they start saying, like, like God make them an enemy because now all of a sudden you disagree with them. Mm. Now they go try to yeah. hurt them. 
because now right. you know you know, right. it was an order, was an order before you even existed. Exactly. You know, and that's exactly. why I say it's the difference between a grown man, yeah, a boy. That's right. A little male. Yeah, yeah man. There's yes. so many differences. But when the mm -hmm. ladies and people have those functional relationships, mm -hmm. they speaking from their experience of peace. But exactly. we have so many toxic relationships, and the majority of people mm -hmm. are from those relationships. And this is why I say yes. social, spiritual, and clinical. People yes. have these generational curses. Absolutely. People have these patterns of repetitions, and people have these right. insanity cycles. And so yes. they don't identify yes. with stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's it, it just like um, I had a program in Atlanta, mm -hmm. um, and it was so funny. I was telling the young man, I was teaching him how to do ties and everything, and how um, what a gentleman would say, what a gentleman would do, and how a gentleman would act. Mm -hmm. And so I can always tell the kids who came out of, and you know, I'm always making up my terms. It's called the uh, uh, matriarchal patriot. I mean, the matriarchal household mentality. Mm, yeah. And so that means uh, uh, a person yeah. brought up only in a matriarchal society. It's right. And, and, and in the immediate community. Their moms, their grandmas, yeah. people and like so that. And I would tell the kids, yeah, and I say, hey, son, because mm -hmm. I'm thinking, like, hey, son, don't want me to call your father. Cause I'm like nod the head, right? And they were like, "Man, f him! I don't care about him." Wow. And that's an indication. Wow. Because anybody who had a father and they respected him, a grandfather, whoever, yeah. they were like, "Okay, okay, please," because they know they yeah. handle business. So, right. and then I would see and say, "I'm gonna call you," but okay, okay, man, I don't want to come here tripping. But then I watch wow. this. Then I would tell the kid, "Hey, son, you better sit down for take father." Okay, 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 because he already know. Because anybody yeah. had that father. They know he could be short. That's right. You're gonna have a reverence That's and respect right. and a fear. That's you see, right. You shouldn't fear. Trust. Yeah. Because it was this small. But I'm telling you, yeah. in my eyes, he was this big. Yeah. You know, because you that's know, true. and it's it's certain behaviors, mannerisms, and words. And that's one thing I always tell ladies: watch out for those words, because mm. that's an indication of what you're getting. Because right. I always say, if you have a man who's quoting mama on everything, that's letting mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not saying. Yep. Single great mother is not doing a great job, but I'm yeah. gonna tell you when he says something, you can listen. Oh, my mom always mm -hmm. say, anybody hit me, hit me back. I said, you ever <laughs> realize that your mama taught you to beat girls, huh? That's why wow. you're hitting a lady because she's not really thinking wow. that way. The brain. Remember how the corpus closed for males and females are different. Yes. yes. And so you don't even realize that. That's true. Yes. And wow, so that's it's not that you, Yes. Yeah, you and so he'll sit there and don't have no reservation. So when the teacher mm -hmm. asks that little boy, "Who told you to hit, hit, yes. hit your 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 mom? I mean, hit that girl, my mom? Right. I didn't teach him. Figuratively, yes. you, did. you just didn't realize. Yes. It. You didn't break mm -hmm. it down, saying if it's a little boy, yeah, defend yourself, a little girl, and you protect right. your balls and and, and tell the story. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, Hold them hands, let them exactly. kick your balls, protect the little boy, and they gonna kick. That's but right. Don't hit. That's right. But if you don't yes. separate and clarify those things, unbeknownst, unbeknownst yeah. to that mother, she's teaching the boy to hate girls. Right. So that you have so to be true. clear. So it's a big difference in some things when it comes right. to coming out of that matriarchal household mentality. And right. so, man, mm. we got a lot of compliments about the show. We, we, we dealt with our cultural issues. Uh, um, the, the, the the brief talked about the TikTok and about um, mm -hmm. us can only pretend for so long. And um, that's right. Man, I love yeah. when you come, man. I, I wish this could be a little longer, but I'm, I'm telling you, I thank you guys for um showing up. And um, again, if there's anything that you know that has empowered you or gave you some insight, be sure to cash up um at Suave R Walker. That's S U A V E R W A L K E R. And um, uh, before we close, um, one, um, listen, let the people know how they can contact you, your books and how they can get in contact with those books and purchase some of your great books. Thank you. Also, mention that spa. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm the owner of Lux, spelled L-U-X-E, spa, Michelle, the French version, M-E-C-H-E-L-E. -E. That's in Conyers, Georgia. Um, we do body contouring, um, facials, waxes, massages, the whole gamut. So it's a great spot um very relaxing and peaceful um i'm dewan spelled d-w-a-n uh abrams like stacy abrams same last name dewan abrams i'm on ig facebook twitter all of that um my books if you just go to amazon or barnesandnoble.com 
and just put it in or even walmart.com you can go ahead and just put in my name and all of my book titles will come up some of the titles are like divorce and the devil um, married strangers my mother's child uh let's see when the fairy tale ends um oh goodness i can't divorcing the devils and others so it's a list but um i can't think of all of them at the moment but just input that um i have my website dewanabrams.tv um and so yeah so that's how you can find me just remember the name dewan d-w-a-n abrams and all my social media and everything is the same no. thank you my last question do you provide ser- services for us alpha males of course of course we have the let me see how to put this we have the gentleman's facials the uh-huh. men's skin need love too um we um do the waxing for the men you know your chest your back um the <clears throat> manzillion like the female brazilian wax we do the manzillion wax um, so I have a um, I have a couple of estheticians that work there that take care of all of that kind of stuff. So yes, but we definitely pamper our fellows. And so we definitely would love to see the guys there. And we do nice aromatherapy massages and things of that nature, hot stone massages. So yes, in totally good hands. So do they have the um suave amazing, suave lack, suave um uh, lax? Suave laxing, um, soothing, uh, uh, special. <laughs> Everything is soothing and relaxing. That's our whole thing. Because I, I want to come and suave lax. You know? Yeah, they come in there and they fall asleep. Okay, yes. it's very rare that people don't fall asleep. It's like they fall asleep. I mean, yes. we dim the lights. We've got the the good ambiance, the good music playing on low. You know, it smells good in there, and it's very attractive. You okay, know, very well, I'll nicely, be back. Nice decor. Um, because I, I I have I have it right here. All right, not, I got it Make right sure here. You remember, yes. And they said I can I can cash it in for Father's Day. I have it right here. I got it from somebody. All right, I got you. You know the owner, so you're in good hands. Yeah, I, in fact, I got a thing right here. Yes. From the owner. All right, I Y'all got see you. this. I got it. Yes, exactly, exactly. We would love oh, to man. have you. Thank you so much, um, one. I appreciate pleasure. you, man. I, I really you. appreciate your insight. And I, I'm actually glad that we was able to go in another direction because these are right. things that are so freaking interesting and, and and thinking about it we wouldn't have ever got that um whoever the facebook use i'm i'm, I'm gonna use that, yeah, that native african american native african american yeah man that, that really is good. powerful yeah thank mm-hmm. you i mean listen we we need to um you guys need to pr- promote propose that to our government but anyway right. um thank you so much yeah. um again this is another episode of social therapy with dr brother suave Um, Just remember, great minds reach great places. I love you. I mean it. Bye-bye. Tune in and stream live now. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, is now being broadcast on NPN Voice. NPN Voice can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now on Audible and Amazon Music and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Swab, the podcast. Now on NPN Voice. NPN Voice. Got voice. You heard?
This program was made possible by Neighborhood Planet Broadcasting Systems, Neighborhood Planet Network, and from contributions to NPN TV from viewers like you.